0: Are you ready for today's question?
1: I am ready for today's question.
0: All right, here we go. This question is coming from basically a time that I knew you during undergrad. Mm -hmm. You were super into raves. Uh Uh-huh. And you would get so dressed up. I think at one point you were like prepping an outfit that was basically just a bra. And I was like, what is this girl into? So my question for you, Michelle, is what inspired you to jump on the rave days train (laughs) when you were an
1: undergrad? You're listening to Personally, the podcast with Michelle and Sally,
0: where we get real personal real quick.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting question because when I think about that time, I wonder where I had all that money to afford <laughs> all of that.
0: <laughs> Was it a very expense? I mean, yeah, the tickets are expensive, very expensive,
1: especially for someone that has never really worked before or had money of their own. Um, funny enough, I got um, what is it like child support, and I used that money to go to raise. <laughs> So priorities, obviously
0: we love, we love a nice little comeback story involving, involving mommy's cash.
1: Yeah. So she's mommy or daddy's cash. (laughs) Yeah. Not daddy's cash. Mommy's cash. It's the least she could do. It's the the least she could do. It made me me very happy. So there's that.
0: So tell Um, me about it because I, it's something that I didn't expect from someone like
1: you rude
0: when I first met you because you know I thought you were such a square
1: you still think I'm a square sometimes sort of but
0: you were like just you came out and you were really into this so first of all tell me what it even means like what was the rave scene like at that point and what got you into it
1: yeah so rave culture has definitely changed obviously since i started but when i started around like end of high school beginning of college into college it was really just an opportunity to in my opinion dress cute um flaunt your style create something really um like individual and be able to enjoy music with your friends it kind of feels like um what you know like a coachella weekend or another way to describe it as like as adults, or to like create an analogy for adults, it's kind of like a girls' trip, or like a guys a guys' trip. Um, it it very much is like this whole what is the right word? It's it's like it's this whole event where you know you you know plan to get tickets with people, you figure out rides, you figure out outfits, and then you, you like do your makeup and do your outfits together. It felt very much like a community to me and even when you get there everyone was so nice granted many of them were on something um so that probably helps to break the ice but yeah everyone was just so friendly and if they weren't you had a group that had your back so they would make sure you got to the bathroom you know made sure that if you like no one was alone there was always a buddy system and if you got lost you could just chill with your buddy and then you know you'd eventually find each other um so for me, it was very much my first introduction into feeling part of a community, if that makes sense. And I think that's why I latched onto it so much. But not sure if I answered your question.
0: <laughs> no, you did. You did. I. So you genuinely enjoyed the music too, because there's a I lot of I loved hype. it. I feel like you introduced yeah. me to a few artists too that were, what do you, I mean, it's, is it- We played or, it in or, Montana yeah.
1: uh, yeah. On the
0: drive oh back my to the airport,
1: I played it and you were just like, what the hell is this?
0: That, yes. Because that brought me back. And I was like, Michelle, <laughs> this is going to give me an aneurysm. This <laughs> is, it's like, is it EDM or techno? Is that the way yeah. you would describe it? Right? Yeah. yeah. You genuinely like the music. There's a lot of hype that goes into preparing for events like this. Can I ask you what's mm-hmm. like, just give us a range of like the most money you've spent on a rave experience.
1: Oh god. Uh to be honest, I don't even know cuz a lot of it I spent not even thinking about the money, which Sam is crazy Daddy. for me. I'm frugal for certain things. I'm willing to splurge on things that I really want, meaning like travel experiences or like things like this. So, I can give you like an estimate or what what I what I imagine the estimate to be. So, the most expensive trip I took was probably EDC, so it's a it's one of the biggest um EDM festivals, um, I would say almost like in the world, specifically in Vegas. So we had to pay for the flight to Vegas, which is at least $200. The tickets for the event, which is a three-day event, Dusk to Dawn. So meaning you go at around, you know, maybe like four or 5 p.m. And then you go all the way until like 7 a.m. Um, but that's only the festival. That doesn't account. That doesn't account like commute time or traffic, which could be really bad. Um, but those tickets go for at least like $400, um, if you buy early and then you also have to consider like gas, food, hotel, you're normally splitting it with a lot of people, or at least I went with like, at least like six people to a, to a room. So there's two beds, so two people on each bed and then two on the floor. So maybe that would be like maybe a hundred, two hundred 200 for the weekend, um, so yeah, it, it gets pretty pricey, but I would say those are, some of those moments are moments that I will never forget. Like I would, I would say that it's on par to runner's high, but almost even better because of, you know, the people, the music, but there's just such a high of listening to the music, especially when like, at least EDM at that time, the words are like very like therapeutic and you can feel the music because the bass is so strong and you know if if i have any like you know festival goers my tip for you is definitely wear earplugs to save um your eardrums in the future because they will permanently damage your eardrums if you don't wear earplugs i did so i'm okay um yeah it's just it's it's such a different feeling and you know you don't have to go to these festivals on anything to enjoy it. If you truly enjoy the music and you enjoy the company, you don't need anything to just have a good time. But yeah, I think everyone's just there trying to do their own thing. It's dark also. So it helps in terms of like dancing. You don't have to like feel weird about, Oh, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know Like I'm not the best dancer. So definitely, you know, the, 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 the dark, the darkness helps because I'm just like, okay, no one's watching me and I can just do my own thing. And it's also a crazy feeling. Like, I think that the moments that I remember the most when the crowd moves as one, like when you're actually, like, everyone is like jumping at the same time and you can feel the bass, like, that's a feeling I will never forget. Watching the sunrise while actually being at the event, another feeling I'll never forget. Um, and yeah, and of course, you know, seeing Swedish House Mafia, absolute faves, um, super OG. Like whenever I listen to their set, even on YouTube, like I I, I'm still tear up. It's just I know I sound crazy, or maybe I don't sound crazy, but it's just that I'm not as like into it now. But I still enjoy the music. I think that there's still value in it, just because one it's upbeat, the lyrics are meaningful, and I run, so it helps. This is amazing. I'm (laughs) I'm
0: enjoying I'm enjoying watching you talk about this and just like relive these moments because my my follow-up question was going to be what do you like what are some moments or memories that you recall that are unforgettable or that you still think about so you just describing the sunset coming up i imagine like dancing my the grandma on me is just like 7 <laughs> a.m what yeah you stay up until 7 a.m <laughs> that's crazy I did this
1: when I was a lot younger. So that's
0: true. That's true. Less responsibilities. I mean, you were in college when I met you and, and I learned this about you. I remember there was, you know, and I actually had a few housemates who were really into the rave scene. They mm-hmm. would create, is it candy
1: or? Yeah, th- like the bracelets. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they said that you exchange it, like there's a certain way.
1: You yeah. do like peace, oh, love, and then unity would be like this and then you flip it over.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. So this was like a whole, and this was before Coachella,
1: wasn't it? So the thing is, is that I'm pretty sure Coachella existed at the same time, but I don't think the hype around it was as big, or at least it wasn't as obvious to us. And that could have been because, Hey, we couldn't, we couldn't afford to go. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause I would say that definitely EDC is more affordable than Coachella. I don't know about now, but at the time, I would imagine that EDC was a lot more affordable. Um, So it would have been easier for college folks to go versus now. I think, you know, we can afford both, but we'd probably prefer like a, a nicer experience, which might be Coachella.
0: And I think Coachella has a little bit of a Like, it's not so, it's not EDM. It's a variety. Right, right. You kind of get a mix of of different things and different people and artists. So tell me about the, okay, I hope it's okay that we asked this, but I know that you said you don't have to be on anything to enjoy the moment. You don't have to be on anything to enjoy the experience. What was your experience like? Were you always sober? And if not, I mean, you don't have to tell us any names, but what sort of what kind of, answer
1: this question?
0: What kind of experience have you had when you weren't sober? Like what does it do? Does it elevate your experience? Does the music become a lot, i don't know, clearer or or you know, I'm just assuming here, but you know,
1: yeah. Well, I will tell you the difference between sober and not sober. That part I'm willing to share a bit about. Sober, I think you're definitely a lot more in your thoughts. So one way to think of it is kind of like when you drink alcohol. When you drink alcohol, everything's a bit more loosey-goosey. You're more just kind of like feeling yourself and less thinking about others. So that is is a really big difference. Outside of that, I would also say that you know it also alters your emotions a bit in terms of how you're feeling so depending on what you choose to do it can make you a lot more happy or if you take something bad it can make you feel not so great so it really just depends what what, what your t- what your your choice is but i would say at least for me overall i've always had a very positive experience regardless of what world i'm in that's a great way um, to put it yeah so i mean regardless you know whether you decide to go sober not sober i've enjoyed both experiences and you know i wouldn't have ch- i wouldn't have changed any any decision i made in the past you know luckily i've been fortunate to be very safe at these festivals been with people that have taken care of me made sure i've had water um you know rested when i needed to Um, so I feel really fortunate to have had good experiences. Not everyone does. And that's actually really scary because people do die at these festivals, not just from overdose, but, you know, it could be like violence or, you know, people get in fights. Who knows, man, there are so many things that can happen. But, you know, the crowd that I was with was always just like, hey, we're just going to have a good time. We're not trying to get into any drama. Um, so it was, it was as wholesome as it could get, to be honest,
0: So go with good intention, go with the intention to have fun, be present, enjoy the company you're with. It sounds like all good things, all good vibes for sure. Who are some of your favorite artists? Like who are folks that you still listen to, to this day or, um, for anyone who's like interested in, I don't know, getting a little dose of that scene, what are some artists that you'd recommend?
1: Yeah, so for me, like I said, Swedish House Mafia, absolute favorite. Would definitely recommend their older stuff like The Greyhound or, you know, um Save the World. Um I think they're just really classic and just really speak to that kind of like inner child that wants to do something more. Um there's also like more mainstream people like Alesso, um Avicii who's passed. Um, he died? Yeah, he did. I'm pretty sure it was a drug overdose too. Yeah, so. Are these people DJs or are they Yeah, they're, they're DJs. Oh, they're, they're DJs. DJs. So now actually, the, so EDM, the EDM scene has changed a little bit where like some people will actually toggle the two worlds where they're not just a DJ anymore. They actually DJ and sing. So when you think of chain smokers, for example, they're not my favorite, but they're okay. They're very mainstream, but one of their biggest selling points I would say is that they also they sing and so one person sings one person DJs but um but yeah they're cool too um there's also like I think lesser known folks like Cruella they I forgot what song I really liked but one of their songs actually hold on let me look it up but one of their songs was a song that I listened to while the sun was rising and and, and you I were like
0: crying and you were just like all in your feels and you were like it's oh just like oh my gosh
1: what is life I think it's just so crazy how beautiful the world is and you don't actually realize it until you get to like I don't want to even say experience these moments but actually look at just just look at it if that makes sense like there's so much that we don't realize is there because we're not really looking for it if that makes sense I know that's very like hoo-hoo ha-ha um adventure club is really good (laughs) yeah
0: adventure club is good I feel like you told um, me about all these people I'm going to listen to some EDM today in in your honor you should, Do you want you me should. to play this at your funeral or oh, your wedding no. uh maybe,
1: I don't know maybe maybe want- my maybe my wedding but then the thing is is that everyone's got to you know get in everyone's got to start dancing otherwise it'll be really awkward
0: no we could to- I mean look I don't know what your plan is but I mean the lights go down low you can totally bump some I will happily be the first one on the dance floor if that's what you need Thank you. All it is is fist pumping and jumping.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can do that. <laughs> no, actually, there's actually people that shuffle too. I I, I remember a couple of years ago. I oh I like I like tried Not to schedule shuffling. in shuffling, and I couldn't get it. I got, I kind of got it, but at the same time, I was like, no, I don't look as cool. Some people do it so well. I'm like, dude, that is the goal. <laughs> what I think it's so cool.
0: I think it's pretty something it is something (laughs) interesting very interesting okay sorry keep going with your list of artists is there anybody um, else
1: uh not off the top of my head so that'll I think that's enough to hold you over I will say though if you thought the music I was playing when we were driving back from Montana was gonna give you an aneurysm you actually don't want to listen to the stuff that I just started getting into at the end of my rave career which is hard style the so end it actually goes of your it, rave career so it actually goes like almost like two or three times faster than the music you were listening to
0: well you're a runner so
1: yeah you know, so it, it that makes okay. sense um <laughs> oh showtech showtech is also really good showtech and and yellow claw and uh knife party classics
0: Knife party? Well, no wonder yeah. there are violent
1: <laughs> outbreaks at these events. It sounds really violent, but it wasn't. Or at least I didn't think it was. Actually, sometimes okay. when I listen to the songs again, I'm like, oh, so that's what they were saying the entire time. <laughs> <This> <laughs> because I'm like- so into the beat that I'm like not really focusing on the word sometimes. Um, and this was like earlier in my career. That was what I was listening to. They were still great, still great now, but yeah.
0: That is wild stay wild
1: it's so Um, fun I think you actually would have loved it
0: I think I would have too honestly I think the whole community vibe that you're describing would have very much been like oh my gosh like this is so freaking awesome like we're all out here we're not worried about anything just like being here in this moment so I I mean I'm talking a lot of crap but I do think I would (laughs) have This is a little bit of a a deeper follow-up question. I want to know this, you know, you experienced something that was not, I don't want to say trendy at the time, but it was very popular. This was something that a lot of other young folks were doing at that time. Mm -hmm. And looking back and now that, you know, you have just entered your thirties. What do you think you've sort of gained from that kind of experience or that time in your life where you just felt so free and young and spending mommy's money? Like, what do you think overall looking back you took away from those experiences?
1: I think that, and this is gonna get kind of sad, but I, I think I I didn't really have a sense of who my friends really were. So I really latched on to like raving and like trying to create friends through that. Like the people that I went with, granted I'll, like some of them I'm really close friends with, which is great. But others, I think I tried to create a friendship with them by going to more events with them. And that actually wasn't the case. It didn't actually make our relationship stronger. Um, it was more just like, oh, it's just another body. So for me, looking back, I realized that Going to these events, yes, it was great for me, but it was not the community I was looking for. I was trying to find community in these events. And maybe I did through a couple of like stranger interactions, but they were really just a point in time. There was no like continuation. in the people that I did go with, there were only a handful of people that I was already close with before we even, you know, went to raves together. So for me, I think I had... A misconception of what I would get out of it. But I would also say that I think going to these events gave me a sense of like childhood, if that makes sense, as a young adult. Because I think that in a world where everyone is tied to their phones, tied to their screens, like now, especially when I'm like, you know, just every day in front of a computer, I really value the time that I had to be able to go to concerts in person, you know, see a bunch, be be around a bunch of people in person and be able to experience these things with other people that, hey, maybe I don't know them, but we still had that amazing moment together. And I feel like that's kind of rare nowadays. Um, because one, it may not be affordable. Two, I may not have the time. And three, you know, I might just be lazy or I don't want to go, you know. So I I see my rave days, my rave career um in a good light, but also, you know, I see the bad and the good. But overall, it's not I would never give up those like like redo that and and choose not to do that.
0: It sounds like the I mean some of the friendships just didn't really transfer into the real world or in mm-hmm. the sort of everyday living that you were doing outside of these rave experiences mm-hmm. which is totally fine right we we talk about in the past how there are some friends who you kind of call them for a good time and they're great for a good time yeah. maybe not so much for the deep stuff or the rough stuff you know the mm-hmm. negative experiences or the hard times that you go through and so even though you were looking for something and didn't really find it I think it probably still gave you a sense of who you are, right? Because you're realizing, yeah. oh, this person is a friend, but not someone that I'd probably kick it with outside mm-hmm. of this weekend. And so yeah. you you get to learn a little bit more about yourself too. So I think, like I said, you were, it was just such a surprise to hear that you were really into that. Um, a nice surprise, honestly. I think it was yeah. a really nice surprise. Yeah, because I I remember you just being very studious and you're an incredibly fast reader. You were finishing books left and right and I was just like, "Why do you make time to read when we have to read so much for class?" <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it was a nice surprise and you were really you seemed very 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 happy whenever I knew that you were preparing to go away for this one experience or getting your outfit together you know it Mm -hmm. was a a nice change of energy Mm -hmm. to be around you during those times so well so you're
1: saying I was a sad person
0: (laughs) not a sad person like I said I think that for the most part you were just very studious. you were just yeah you kind of just like making sure all of your t's were crossed and your i's were dotted and um I just would have never guessed that you were into into rave culture so I'm glad that you've had positive experiences and that it's something you would never change. Yeah. And I look forward to having a little rave at your wedding
1: in the future. <laughs> I'm really curious. Were you surprised when I was part of a fraternity? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is another another episode. But I, I totally feel like, forgot about that too. Uh, even though you made a paddle for me or for actually well for me and for my and for my big bro.
0: For your big bro. Yes. You know what? Yeah. I do I do think that I was a I was surprised because you know what it what it might have been is we I was living with you at that time when mm-hmm. you were in the fraternity, right? Cuz this mm-hmm. is the year that we were we were sharing space together mm-hmm. and I feel like by that time that was our third year. Mm -hmm. I had gotten to know you quite, because we were classmates our first year, we were co-workers Mm -hmm. our second year, and then Mm -hmm. housemates our third year. So I Mm -hmm. feel like I got to see you in these different different settings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As a student, as a worker, as a friend, as a housemate. So for me, I was like, this doesn't add, like, why are you part of a fraternity? Because there is so much, you know. Negative connotation with people who are like, Oh, you all you guys do is party, all you guys want to do is just like flaunt your little letters on your windbreaker jacket.
1: (laughs) That is true.
0: So, to me, I just felt like, Michelle, why are you wasting your time doing that? No, no, no shade to fraternities or sororities. I myself have never been a part of one, so I don't understand the culture. I'm sure that there are so many benefits that come from it but it surprised me because I felt like I knew a different version of you and you telling me that you were into you were in a fraternity I was just like I think I wondered if they treated you well if there was something that you felt like you got from those spaces that you weren't getting from like the friend group that we had already created mm-hmm. I guess and I think that's why it, it also surprised me about the
1: rave days because I was like yeah.
0: huh, interesting yeah
1: I think to be honest, in all situations, I was looking for something more. I was looking for a community. Granted, with the fraternity, I got like looped into it because of Stacy, a good friend of mine. Um, she had wanted to go for the free food. So I just followed along because I was like, oh, free food. free food. And the free food was disgusting. And one thing led to another. We got accepted. We joined. And it was kind of history.
0: It's disappointing to hear that they had bad free food. You would, you would <laughs> no. expect more from a fraternity. Come on, people.
1: I don't know. Well, either way, I I I wanted to ask that question because I was like, if you were so surprised by that, then it's like I'm sure there were a lot of things that were surprising to you. And for sure. And yeah. I think that it makes sense if like your, I guess, opinion of me was driven by like, oh, how studious I was and how I work. Um, Because I think in both of those lanes, I'm pretty, like, serious and hardworking. Um, And I don't think the fun side of me really comes out until you get to, like, get to know me personally. Personally.
0: Love it. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And I think, um, for me, like I said, I'd seen you in all these different spaces. And I think that it just, for me, it was like, oh, it just, this doesn't add up. But knowing you a lot better after... I don't even know, when did we start? Like 2011 is when we started school.
1: It's been a lot of years.
0: Yeah, that was like 12 years ago. That was 12 years ago. Wow. (laughs) I I think the other thing too is just, um, now that I know you, I'm like, it's not as surprising because you are full of surprises. Like you, it, it makes sense that, you know, you had these different moments or experiences because you say stuff sometimes that I'm like, you'd be like grossed out about
1: my Michelle.
0: Yes. Like you'd be grossed out about, I don't know, a tomato smashed onto the floor and you step on it, but then it would be like, Oh, I would totally sleep with a blanket that has dog poop on it. As long as the dog poop (laughs) doesn't touch me, I'm fine. And I'm
1: like, you're so confusing. I've so- never said this in the past, just in you case anyone have. is curious. Is- she has. She Sally has. is using this as an example. I have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> Shit, I'm pretty sure.
0: I am pretty sure that that was something you said. And I was like,
1: I don't think so. You
0: are just like two ends of the spectrum. I'm
1: a and wild card.
0: You are. You know what? Stay wild. I love that about you and I am so so happy that you are still finding ways to continue your rave career these days. Might not be with the candy and the bra outfits, but <laughs> it sounds like you're still getting it in and finding healthy ways to relive those moments on your on your runs. And I'm sure we'll hear a lot more of your EDM music come June of next year when you're running that marathon.
1: You're listening to Personally, the podcast with Michelle and Sally,
0: where we get real personal real quick.